It's a podcast. The podcast. Hosted by Lee Michael and Robbie. Robbie, we have some breaking news on the podcast. Some very beep, upsetting beep, beep, news. Beep, 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 beep. Was it the facts coming through, or what, what was that? <laughs> yeah, that was the dot matrix printer <laughs> working yeah. up. Yeah, was that was that a photocopy of the stenographer's notes? Yes, um, exactly. Well, Robbie, a disgraced former Kentucky Derby winning horse, Medina Spirit, just died. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> How did it? He, 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 he suffered a fatal. <laughs> he suffered a fatal heart attack while working out, and he killed over dead. What? <laughs> and his trainer said that the entire barn is devastated. <laughs> It's like a Bojack Horseman character, dude. (laughs) He had a heart attack working out. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh my god. Medina Spirit, his 2021 Kentucky Derby win is under dispute, collapsed and died. (laughs) (laughs) After a routine workout on Monday morning. Um... The three-year-old suddenly died from what appears to have been a massive cardiac event, according to the on-site Massive cardiac event? (laughs) What? That's a fucking band name. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh. oh fuck dude this this ho- this horse had the life that lance armstrong could have had <laughs> <laughs> for sure oh i'm adding god. massive cardiac event to the band name list by the way oh, oh my god dude this horse oh, is disgraced Jesus. after a fucking steroid scandal <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And then drops dead. That's why I was laughing, dude. Because that's right. Because he fucking because they pumped it full of steroids and then it had a fucking heart attack. Oh fuck. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ. Who's next? The Rock? No. Oh my God. Some other barnyard animal. You know, the only other alternative to that story, oh. by the way, and, it, and this is kind of where I thought it might be going, is that it, like, injured itself, so they just, like, shot it or something? No, no it dropped dead. I, I thought maybe it would be, at a, you know, it, it suffered a, a fatal gunshot wound to the chest or something. No, no. Uh, well, I look forward to eating the marshmallows made from the bones of the horse. Uh, it says here the Santa Anita Park veterinary team immediately took blood, hair, and urine samples from the horse and sent them to the uh, California Horse Racing Board. A full ne- uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, just they're they're gonna do an autopsy on the horse to. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
What a fuck it, dude. This is beyond parody. I mean, this <laughs> that is, like is I fucking said, this incredible. It's like a Bojack Horseman episode or something. Yeah, it's for sure. Disgraced horse for one thing. <laughs> yeah, a hilarious. disgraced <laughs> a disgraced athlete dies of a heart attack while working out. Yeah, but it was a horse. Um, oh fuck me, a horse That's, of course. Yes, yes. Holy fuck. <sighs> Terrible. What a what a tragedy. I know. I'm trying to think of some horse-related puns, but I can't. Jesus, I can't Christ. think of anything. That's terrible. Oh well, that was that was five minutes of easy content. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Check that off. <laughs> Holy shit, man! <laughs> what a day! Incredible. What I think a day. I think we also. I mean, we could come up. You know, we were only five minutes in, but I think massive cardiac event is a pretty uh, good contender for episode title as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, keep that in mind. Keep that oh, in mind. Oh man. Um so Robbie's, you, what's up? Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay, please. Fuck. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you just, you know, before we, we uh were starting, uh you mentioned that you needed to make a drink first. You actually said I need a fucking drink. So is there like That's a reason true. that you need a fucking drink or was it just There's always time? a reason, Robbie. I don't do this <laughs> for fun. Um If you'll recall, I won't read into that too much, but go on. <laughs> uh if you'll recall, Two months ago, I think two months to the date, possibly, mm-hmm. uh, a tornado passed over my house yes. in, at five in the morning and uh, uh, broke my living room window. Well, um, it took about a month and a half to get the just the whole process of mm. uh, getting finding a glass company and then having them come out and take measurements and then ordering the glass, blah, blah, blah playing phone tag uh they were supposed to come out um last no sorry two tuesdays ago the 23rd of november to just pop in the new window pane right right and of course it's the bullshit of between one and five p.m we'll be there so just sit on your ass and don't leave because yeah. you know which you don't also... answer the door we're gonna immediately fuck off yeah yeah and then we won't show up for another two months and also we could show up at 8 a.m or 7 30 at night who's to say mm-hmm so I waited around the house all day. Yep. No, they no call, no show. They ghosted me, right? And then it was Thanksgiving, and then it was th- the weekend after, and I was busy. And then last week, I just kind of put it off, and I had other shit going on. I had a really busy week, and I was like, I'll call them first thing next week. So I called the glass company today, explained who I was, the appointment date, what was going on, all of this. And she goes, are you sure you have the right, are you sure you're giving me all the right information? I was like, well, I know my name and where I live. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the right information. She's like, well, we have no record of any of that. Interesting. None. No record. Doesn't exist, right? So we're going back and forth. And I'm trying to give her as much information as possible. She's like, yeah, there's just there's no appointment for that day. There's nothing for your name or this address. Like, what are you talking about? Is this the right place? And I was like, look, I spoke to you. I remember your name. You're the lady that called me to set up the appointment. Also... I called you from my phone's call log the date that we made the appointment. <laughs> That's how I got your fucking phone number. So we're going back and forth. And she goes, the only thing I'm seeing is uh, on October 25th, uh, somebody came out to that address, but it was for Nick Mendoza and the job was completed. I was like, well, that's the maintenance guy's name. He's the one that called you and they came out to take measurements. It's not like they just showed up with a brand new window that was like perfect, ready to go in. The day right. they were called, right? 
She's like, well, I don't know. It just says it was a window job and it was completed already. It's like, okay. (laughs) So then we're going back and forth and she's like, just has no clue what I'm talking about. And then she goes, what did you say your name was again? So I tell her. She goes, well, we have another we have another thing in here, but it's for Lee Mitchell down. I was like, what? She goes, she goes, yeah. Is it Lee Mitchell down? I was like, no, my name (laughs) is the name that I just fucking told you, ma'am. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So I realized that my maintenance guy, Nick, is the one that called them and spoke to them. And he's a very sweet guy, but he's a fucking idiot. And so I'm guessing he said the name and they misheard it and he didn't correct them. And then he told them down as in the downstairs unit. But they took it as my name is Lee Mitchell down. But there was still like no appointment to be found or anything. So now they're coming out Thursday, my next day off, between the hours of one and five. So now (laughs) I get to spend that day off sitting at home all day waiting for these motherfuckers to show up again. It's like, dude, how many times do we start an episode? And I'm like, oh, I've been waiting here all fucking day for some fuckhead <laughs> to come around and do some bullshit to my house. Like, fuck, man. These yeah, are my days real. off. I'm just a fucking hostage in my house. It's just, God, it's just fucking annoying. I see. Lee Mitchell down, dude. Get the Lee fuck Lee Mitchell out down. <laughs> so what did you make for yourself then? An old fashioned. Nice. Made whatever I could, Robbie. Just of course. something in there. Just of course. Something in the bloodstream. Anyways. Um, you know who's having a real rough week? Who's that? Uh, former President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, I don't know if you know this. I didn't know this, actually. Uh, Japan, hel- uh, Japan holds their own CPAC event. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Apparently, there's a... Uh, a pretty large group of Trump supporters in Japan. <laughs> okay. So much so that they started hosting their own CPAC, okay. which is pretty interesting. Yeah. And uh, Donald Trump made a video to be played at the CPAC, just thanking them. And it is one of the weirdest things he's done so far. So in the video, he's standing about 55 feet away from the camera arms just dangling at his side he's like not moving yeah, the whole the kind time of weird just forward thing just standing there hunched over about 50 feet away so you can't see how fucked up his face is from all the drugs he was taking when he had covid um you know the paralysis and everything and uh he's just he's i think reading off a teleprompter that must be positioned right next to the camera because he can't clearly read it as okay. if he could read anyways and um yeah dude he's just like trying to find the video just, just like saying shit that, of course, it doesn't make much sense, but also just like he's not speaking in complete sentences, which I know <laughs> he he doesn't do often, but this is like totally different. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's in weird. <laughs> it's in just, like a ballroom. Yeah, and he's got a tux on. It's so yeah. fucking and weird, he's like, dude. And he's like literally like in like the center of the frame because yeah, he's like ten feet behind, like away from the camera, and it's really like echoey. It's so <laughs> fucking amazing. weird. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, so uh the reason I say he's not having a great week is because he's uh tangled up in a new controversy, which is of that course. Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff, is coming out with uh, a tell all, as everyone who's ever worked for Donald Trump tends to yes. do. Yes. And uh in the book he details 
the incident when Trump caught COVID and he revealed that Trump and everyone in Trump's circle knew he had COVID yes. before his debate with Joe Biden. And uh, there's, uh, I, it's not really inferred in the book, but people are sort of inferring based off the situation that maybe they were hoping they could give Biden COVID. <laughs> I mean, certainly, yeah, certainly Trump was. Yeah, I mean, he's... Because not only did they know, but after he tested positive, uh, he then had them get another test that was less likely, it was less accurate, so it was less likely to produce a positive test result, and it came right. back negative. And then he was like, okay, there we go. <laughs> That's all we need. Yeah, and then he, he arrived late so that he could skip being tested at the site. Yes. Uh, and then he mocked Joe Biden for having a plastic uh, partitioner between them, as well as wearing a mask. Um, and, uh, yeah, his family was sitting front row. They all were in contact with him and exposed mm -hmm. to it. And it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. So the president of the United States may have tried to weaponize, uh, a virus to take out his opponent. With. <laughs> I mean, a little bio warfare, man. Uh, yeah, for real. It's insane. Of course. I mean, not like anything's going to come from this, but no. No, nothing. Nothing will ever happen to him. He he will live the rest of his life never facing consequences for any of his actions. Yeah, and that's. I really hate that. I really fucking hate that. Everything yeah, shitty he's ever done, dude. You know now now the people on the right are like defending him for being on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's plane and being listed as like flying back and forth with them to his island and meeting some of the underage women that, uh, you know, turned out to be being trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah, of course. They're defending that. Uh, yeah, naturally. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, of course, pointing out that Bill Clinton was also on the list. Yeah. But uh, Donald we Trump, already knew I, that. Well, he probably didn't do anything. They were just friends. He probably didn't even know that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was trafficking women. Or I should yeah. say girls because they were underage. Yeah. Yeah, he probably had no idea. Yep. Yep. I'm sure they were just buds being dudes, being guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, being on the plane, having like because like people are like freaking out about the plane records. Yeah. Being on the plane doesn't guarantee that you've fucked children. But, no, not uh, at all. Going to the island, I think, is a little different. I think uh Look, I think anyone that was in his circle needs to be questioned. And yeah, I mean, certainly, yeah, certainly people who are personal friends. And it's also like, do you think being like, oh, well, Bill Clinton is on it too? Is like a gotcha? <laughs> like, I don't like Bill Clinton either. Yeah, who the fuck cares about Bill Clinton, dude? Yeah, fuck him. Throw him Nobody in jail cares. too. Yeah, if he, if he fucked kids, fucking burn him at the stake. I don't care. Yeah. That's what's funny is they always try to use that gotcha, like, well, your guy, it's like, well, he's not he's my guy. Nice. But, it's not my fucking guy. I don't like the Clinton either. But also, like, that doesn't excuse your quote-unquote guy either. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just because they both did it. Why are you pointing out that it's only wrong if one of them did it? Just, I don't know. Whatever. Ridiculous. Good times. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Good times living in America. <laughs> Good times living in a failed state. So, Robbie, as you know, the Spider-Man movie comes out next week. People are very excited. Yes. Very stoked. 
Um, in fact, it's projected to make the uh, like an over two hundred million dollar opening weekend. No, oh, how about that? It has potential to become the second highest opening weekend in box office history. Uh, just that? for uh, Omicron. Perfect. Pretty exciting. Uh, no, but what I was going to bring up was, um, uh, you know, at one point in time, we almost got the first Spider-Man movie was almost made by James Cameron, starring yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. Thankfully, that didn't happen. That would have been fucking terrible. <laughs> but in a recent uh, interview with Screen Crush, while promoting a new book about himself, uh, James Cameron went into some details about his Spider-Man movie. Okay. I just wanted to uh, share a little bit of that. Please do. Because he promised a very, very different type of superhero movie. Um, He says, uh, it's not Spider-Man. He goes by Spider-Man, but he's not Spider-Man. He's Spider-Kid. He's Spider-High School Kid. He's kind of geeky and nobody notices him. And he's socially unpopular and all that stuff. Cameron saw the film as a metaphor for puberty and all the changes to your body, your anxieties about society and society's expectations, your relationships with your gender of choice that you're attracted to, all those things. And uh, he went on. Basically, he was just going on and on and on about how unique this movie would have been. (laughs) It was so radically different from the comics and that it was his own take Uh on what Uh he thought a Spider-Man story should be. Uh, and he was just going on and on like he was basically he basically took this character but created his own story for it <laughs> and then he went sure. on to explain every spider-man story ever um <laughs> and then yeah, he yeah also, that's literally like the baseline yeah Spider-Man. he also he also said he wanted to make something that had a gritty reality to it he said uh superheroes in general always come off as a kind of fairy tale and he was talking about how Batman lives in Gotham and uh, Superman lives in Metropolis. He said his story would have been set in New York City and featured a real location and been about a real city. Okay, Jim. Spider-Man <laughs> takes place in New York City already, you fuck. Oh, that's fucking amazing. But yeah, just to, just to read about him assuming that he like created everything that's synonymous with Spider-Man in his unmade <laughs> yeah. movie. Um. He also described oh, it as the best unmade movie of all time. <laughs> so take that, the Beatles, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of wish that had been made. I don't. I've seen Magical Mystery Tour. <laughs> that's why I wanted That's why I wish it was made. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I watched a movie. I actually watched this movie like two weeks ago, but I forgot to talk about it last week. <laughs> that oh, yeah? should just be, we should just change the name of the podcast to that, by the way. I forgot to talk about this last week because that's <laughs> half of what we do. Hey, we are, um, we're due for a reboot. We are way. due for a reboot. That's true. We've, we've been going strong for a little over a year. I think it's about time we uh, pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. We could call it, I don't know, man, Resurrections. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man, too, T-O-O. Um, <laughs> no, I watched uh, Moonstruck. Oh, nice. Yes, legendary uh, rom-com that I knew I... basically nothing about. Except <laughs> That's that not it... at all what I expected you to say. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. All right, cool. You watched Moonstruck. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Moonstruck? Uh, not in its entirety. 
Okay. I've seen, uh, I, I've seen the best part of Moonstruck. <laughs> Which part is the best part of Moonstruck, Lee Michael? Uh, Nicholas Cage saying, I lost my hand. I lost my bride. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is a very scene. excellent part of that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd not seen it. And yeah, all I knew about it is that Cher was in it uh, and Nicholas Cage was in it and uh, that it's like a legendary romantic comedy. That's it. That's all I knew. And uh, that movie's really good. And I highly yeah. recommend watching it. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cage it's, is great. It's an early Nicolas Cage. He hadn't even fixed his teeth yet. He's like missing a couple and stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks really like rough in like a good way. Like it works. Mm. Uh, Cher, interestingly, was like, I think 41 when she made that movie. Uh, looks great. I always forget uh, she, how old Cher is. Yeah, she's almost 80, I think. Yeah, she's fucking she, she, old, dude. Yeah, she was born in the 40s. If that tells crazy. you anything. Yeah, 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 I know. Uh, but yeah, and she's great too. Her performance is fantastic. It's also the there's a lot of uh, very excellent cinematography mm-hmm. in, in the movie. The uh character relationships are all really good. Right. Uh and it's like very the, I we need more rom coms like this because it's like very often subtly funny. Mm-hmm. Um it's not try it's not, you know, a lot of rom-coms are like, here's the big joke moment. So some that I like, but you know, it's like right. trying very hard to be a comedy, and this one is more sort of blending a little bit of drama and then like a lot of the comedy too, and it's very, very well done, very tasteful. And nice. it's uh, an excellent, excellent little movie. Excellent little film. Yeesh. <laughs> Yeesh. And yeah, shares a fucking babe. It's unbelievable. You wouldn't you wouldn't think so, but <laughs> 40 year olds could be babes too. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Were you like trying to sneak that in or something? <laughs> I'm just fucking looking right at you. <laughs> there was a delay in the video. You were looking away when I did it. <laughs> fucking lee michael <laughs> i guess thought i wasn't looking <laughs> it stuck the orange from his <laughs> from his drink in his mouth <laughs> but i just saw him do it so it's like, <laughs> i'm fucking looking like directly into the camera <laughs> oh shit oh my god wow oh fuck Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> my bad. Uh, oh, <laughs> my stomach hurts a little bit. Yeah. From that one. Robbie, I came across something pretty upsetting. Uh, do tell. Uh, it's a guy. His... Uh, 
Hang on, I'm trying to find. What is this? I think his name on YouTube is Fat Dookie 420. <laughs> okay. Um, he makes he makes flashlights. Okay. And uh, I came across him on on a the Cringetopia Reddit page, and the the flashlight he was showing off in the in the Reddit video. I don't know if you could tell. Uh, <laughs> oh my. Uh, well, you don't know you don't know who it is yet. Or no, I don't. So we have a pair of butt yep. cheeks that's yep. being spreading opened some, up. Spreading yeah. some cheeks, got a nice little thong there. Yep. Uh, surprise, it's Elastigirl. <laughs> <laughs> and the legs are up too. <laughs> um, uh, so- and so, I love that technically you could argue that that is a movie uh, accurate, accurate flashlight. So he he has one called the Mater Bater. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay, he has another one that's the Ratatouille Chef's Kiss, and the base of the flashlight is Luigi uh, Linguini's hair. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! He's he's the guy that made the. The Bugs Life one of the category. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and it's just very upsetting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's one called uh, Sh- Shrek Slug Hole, and it's Shrek's ear. <laughs> Shrek flesh- Slug Hole? <laughs> he made a Shrek's ear fleshlight. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd stick my wiener in that. Why not? I guess he has one that's uh, Fiona's foot, too. So no, do you yeah. like slide it? Does she have like I don't a, know. A, a foot pussy? I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's that or just like. Do you like slide it through the, the toes? Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe is it like two feet like together, kind of like prayer hands or something? And then there's like a oh, little gap God. there for you to put your dick Jesus in. Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Frankly, I'm I'm sorry I brought it up. I just <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and I couldn't unsee it, and uh, it's just been it's been haunting me all day. Understandable. I, uh, apropos of that, uh, a couple nights ago, I went out with some friends and, uh, while we were out the area that, that we, and there's, that we were in, there's a sex shop. And so we went in there for a little while mm-hmm. and, uh, I found a couple interesting things, which I should have taken pictures of to show you now, but I didn't, but I don't think, I think you can probably envision. Sure. Uh, and there was one that was, it was like a fisting hand, mm-hmm. but, it, but it was the middle finger up. Nice. I like that. And then there was one that was uh, three dicks together. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Like like in like a little triangle. Interesting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Oof. All a right. pyramid of cock, if you will. Yes. Indeed. Indeed, it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. I remember. Uh, bunch of my friends and i went to uh christy's toy box when we were 18 just because we could of course and we uh we ended up buying some fart spray and we took it to a to a walmart (laughs) of course classic uh, we sprayed some people (laughs) were you like sort of crop dusting as you walked by yeah yeah we just walked through the aisles and kind of spray it towards somebody did it actually smell like farts, or did it just sort of smell generically bad? It smelled terrible. I don't remember if it smelled like farts, but it was pretty <laughs> bad. 
I remember another yeah. time uh, I went to Christie's Toy Box with the uh, like uh, who was it Nathan and Keegan and a bunch of people in that group. I can't remember who all was there. Um, and it was the second time I bought some fart spray, and they bought like cock shaped lollipops and stuff. Right. And uh, afterwards, for some reason, so we were get, we went to this Walgreens to buy cigarettes or something, uh, or energy drinks or whatever the fuck. Probably both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Nathan was like, "Oh, it'd be really funny if I went in there with a uh, pantyhose <laughs> oh, yeah. over my face, like I'm gonna rob it or something, but don't do anything. I just like you know, pay for whatever yeah. and leave politely." And so uh, he he covered his face in pantyhose and ran in the store and uh, some people ran out screaming <laughs> and he was in there and he came out and he said that the cashier was terrified. And he was like, oh, no, no, I just need to buy this gum. And uh, as we were pulling out, we heard uh, police sirens in the distance <laughs> getting louder and louder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. I do. I love a good hooligan Lee Michaels story. I was a hooligan, man. Yeah, you were a proper, a I was proper a silly Billy. That oh, you yeah, you were a real knucklehead a for real, sure, a real goofball back in the day. <laughs> Dude, in fact, I was just telling, I was just telling Madeline the other night uh, something I, I guess I'd never told her before. So in high school, when I was in the pit orchestra, uh, we played like we were in a literal pit underneath the yeah. stage, and uh, so the front part of the stage came up it was just panels and then there was a pit underneath and so uh we we'd have rehearsal after school like a little bit after school but my friends and i we didn't have a seventh hour so we would just like hang out there until it was time to rehearse and uh one day we discovered there was this uh the the back wall of the pit was just these giant vents with air ducts behind them and we discovered that uh one of the vents was partially off and slid over a little bit, I guess, for maintenance or something. Mm-hmm. We went over and peeked behind, and we saw these giant ducks that were, like, the size of tunnels. Like, we could easily crawl through them right, without getting stuck or anything. So we started crawling all throughout these ducks, and we were, like, crawling all under the school and shit. And uh, I brought this up because I was like, we we made a pact that if there was ever a, a school shooting or a tornado or something, we would meet up there and not wherever the fuck we were supposed to lock down at. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. who would think to check under the stage, right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody would look. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if all schools have that, but hey, there's a life pro tip for you. If there's a school shooting, <laughs> go to the auditorium and try to get under the stage. Um, so, anyways, so we're crawling around, and uh, we I remember we skipped class one day, and we would just go like further and further, and then eventually we got to this point where all these ducks sort of converge and there was like this giant shaft that had to have been on the side of one wall that we could look up and see up like multiple stories, I think to the, towards the roof or something. Um, so anyways, one day we go back in there, like the vents had been closed up. So we would take them off ourselves and go in there. And one day we're crawling around and we, we decided to go a different way and we're crawling down a new series of ducks. Uh, and we found some underwear. Okay, what kind of underwear? Yeah, just a bra and panties. <laughs> okay. Under, underneath the school and these ducks. Yeah, I don't know how they got there. Fuck yeah. I guess we weren't the only ones that knew about the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. 
Somebody's got a little saucy in those ducts. Yeah, they were having more fun than we were. Clearly. We were just crawling around being dumb. Were they, they like, like, were they, uh, like, sexy in any way? Or were they just kind of normal, no, run-of-the-mill? Like high, high school underwear. Just the bra and panties. Okay. They weren't. So yeah, somebody, somebody knew something. Yeah. Who knows how long they'd been there? <laughs> Fossilized. Yeah. <laughs> from a bygone God. era. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, shout out to whoever those belong to, I guess. <laughs> we never forgot about class, you. Class whoever of you are. Or something. Who knows? <laughs> class of 2000. Who's like, where, where were you when the towers fell? I was getting railed in an air duct in the high school <laughs> auditorium. Underneath the high school. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I and Lee Michael overall this year so far have successfully been able to avoid Christmas music quite successfully. Oh, you have, huh? Indeed. It does play at work, but it's quiet enough or rather, I guess it's more it's loud enough, like behind the bar and stuff where we're working that I usually can't really hear it well enough to tell that it's Christmas music when the Christmas music comes on. And Mm -hmm. I just usually tune it out anyway, unless it's a song that I like. And so, yeah, it's been fucking awesome. I think this is the first year ever <laughs> that I haven't nice. heard any Christmas music. And it's wow. been really nice. Except, of course, I've played myself some Vince Guaraldi. But that's that's it. That's acceptable. It's not. You yes, know, that's different. The, the one the one song I never. And the Wolfpack Christmas record, the Woody oh, Goss yeah. one. I've played that, too. The one Christmas song I, I never get tired of. Not that I would listen to it outside of Christmas, but. And I enjoy most versions of it is this Christmas. Oh, wait. Yeah, this Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That's Which the, one is that? Uh, who originally sang that? I don't know the words. It's fucking... Um, who did originally perform that? It's been covered only a million fucking times. True. This Christmas. Donny Hathaway. just a great song yeah sure i also don't mind uh last christmas the uh, george michael one i don't mind that one you know what i can't stand is next christmas ever heard that one (laughs) i can't say that i have is that real or are you just (laughs) bullshitting right now i wouldn't be surprised robbie let's write the worst christmas song ever let's write a christmas Uh, song mccartney already beat us to it oh no this is better than john lennon's uh yeah, that's true. I like I like <laughs> having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, mo and most Paul McCartney songs are better than John Lennon songs. True, very true. Take that, you dead fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, let's write the worst Christmas song ever, Robbie. Let's write a song called "Next Christmas." It's called "Christmas Shoes." Oh, fuck that Lee song. Lee Michael. And that song fucking I know, I'm saying, sucks. Let's write a worse one. Let's write the worst Christmas song ever. It's I mean, it's, yeah, we can we can do it. Okay, so what's the premise of this song? I think it should be if it's about next Christmas, is it that you know you're not getting what you want this year, so you're hoping to get it next year? Or is it that you're promising someone that next Christmas will be better? <laughs> I think it should be next Christmas will be better. Like you're just think, some fucking deadbeat and you're like, yeah, what, you're, next you're a Christmas? deadbeat. 
Yeah, you're a deadbeat alcoholic dad who ruined Christmas, and you're telling your kids that next Christmas will be different (laughs) because that's the only time of the year you get to see them. Yes, dude, this might end up being a best Christmas song. (laughs) This is amazing. Yes, I think that's it. You're a deadbeat dad. You only see your your kids at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... It's like if the Santa Claus were way more sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it was a dramedy. If it was by... Yes. If it was by... Um, who's that fucking guy? Judd Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> Judd Apatow. If, Seth, if it was starring Seth Rogen and written and directed by Judd Apatow. And Steve Carell. I think we need that movie, honestly. Yeah, sure. Judd Apatow's The Santa Claus. I think we should. I think we should aim to be on par with that killer song, uh, "A Great Big Sleigh." That's a pretty shitty song. Okay, yeah, we can do that. And 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 how about this? Next Christmas can be the theme song for the Judd Apatow Santa Claus reboot. Absolutely, and well, <laughs> starring Seth Rogen and uh, Leslie, what's her name, and uh, Steve Carell as. Yep. Leslie uh, Nielsen or Leslie, Leslie the corpse of Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Jones. <laughs> that would yeah. How about Paul Feig's uh, Santa Claus? Oh, I don't want to go there. Uh, reboot, but it's women instead, and it's Mrs. Oh, dude, Claus. dude, Melissa McCarthy is the Mrs. Claus that falls off the roof and dies. She <laughs> like she like farts and loses her balance. <laughs> uh, then, Chris, then Kristen, Kristen Wiig comes out and she's like she's costume. like. Who are you? And what are you doing on my roof? And then she's like, huh? Oh, what's using <laughs> fucking balls? Oh yeah, and then she <laughs> Oh, then she like falls onto one of the reindeer or something. And no, then no, 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 it dies. No, 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 no. Here we go, here we go. Krista Wick startles her, so she falls and dies. And then she's like checking and she pokes her and she's just like Yep. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. This rips a big and one. Chris Dubig is, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and uh Maya Rudolph can be Rudolph. uh Bernard the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. She'll be doing a weird voice the whole time. Yes, yes, of course. And that thing with her neck that she always does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, this is great. This is great. Uh <laughs> Get, 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 we need a newcomer in there. Get like Peter Dinklage in there or something. Give me enough. <laughs> yes, but not as one of the elves. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but so yeah, yeah. He can be Peter, like an ad executive. Yeah, something. yeah. He could be. He could be her <laughs> boss at the at the whatever law firm that she works at. Oh, um, Bernard thinks that he's an elf. It's basically just a ripoff of that scene from Elf. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's like funny because it's an homage to it. And then who's and then I don't know. I guess one of the Stranger Things kids can be the son, even though they're way too oh, yeah, old. But that's yeah, just what we're doing Finn now. Whip, Finn. I almost said Whiffhard. <laughs> Finn Whiffhard. <laughs> Finn Wolfhard can be the the son. He's like he's like way too old to be the son, but he's the son anyways, and he's yes. like. Because the, these are the only child actors in Hollywood, even though they're all adults now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, definitely. 
you gonna oh fuck you gonna have like a, a queer black stepbrother or something or like half brother yeah sure yeah but he's like mom i told you all i wanted for christmas this year was privacy in my own room I don't know how Finn Wolfhard talks. I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever Finn Wolfhard sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we have to have like one like really great actor who's there for reasons that we don't even understand. In like a shitty role? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you could just have it be Tim Allen. Not, not that he's a, a great, great actor. But I mean, you could just have Tim Allen in there, I guess. If you, if you really yeah, want. aim low. Why not? <laughs> I don't think he'd want to be it. in a woke Christmas comedy with woke women. True. True. Or like into into diversity and shit, you know? That's true. So then what is Kate McKinnon gonna do? She has to be in it. Is she no, you like who- the step parent or something? The psychologist step parent? Or is she the leader of like the elf special forces <laughs> that gets that oh, breaks God. her out of jail at the end of the movie? Oh god. Yeah, probably that. Yeah, I think that's a little more fitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna wrap him up in tinsel, okay? Jeez. And he's not gonna be able to get out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my Kate McKinnon impression. Oh my god, yeah, not bad, not bad, pretty pretty <laughs> spot on. Thanks. I think we're onto something. Been practicing for weeks. All right, so step one, Robbie, is we got to write this Christmas song. Yes. The thing, is, the good news is we have until next Christmas to do. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We got a whole year. Yeah. What What if it's so? Is it a, is it about a deadbeat dad who just like ruined Christmas, or did he just like forget to get anybody anything? I mean, it can be both. I think if true. we're talking about deadbeat dad, deadbeat dad might forget that it was Christmas, and, and that's in trying to Christmas. make up for it the day before, he ruins Christmas. True. Very true. And he says it's going to be better next year, but we all know that it won't. He says that t- every time. This is like Jingle All the Way, the song. <clears throat> yes, except uh, <laughs> everybody's miserable and also he's an alcoholic. <laughs> so it's like Sinbad's character from Jingle All the Way. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. I think we got a hit on our hands, Rob. This one's dedicated to you, Sinbad. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, I think we got something here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're going to take over the world with this one. I think so. I think I think next year we'll be up on the charts with Taylor Swift and whatever album she releases, re-releases next time. Indeed. Indeed. Maybe she can make a better version of that fucking horrible Christmas uh, song she put out like 10 years ago. She might. You what song know? was that? Who cares? I remember she, she covered a classic Christmas song and it's fucking abysmal. I'm sure. I don't doubt that at all. And I'm happier not knowing. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I won't. I won't. <laughs> That's knowledge I don't need bumping around in my head, which is already filled to the brim with useless knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to bother me. <sighs> Should be a pretty simple google search well yeah yeah okay you're right you're right you're right right. taylor swift silence ruining the podcast like it can't all the momentum be edited out coming to a oh it was last christmas oh she did cover last christmas yeah she did yeah yeah nice 
I guess she has a whole fucking uh, album or something. Of course. Oh, it's an EP. Oh, good. She also covered White Christmas. Gotta rake in those Christmas bucks, baby. And Silent Night. And Santa yeah. Baby. I bet her rendition of Santa Baby is great. Ugh. There's one thing I love. It's a song about getting railed by Santa. <laughs> That's not what it's about. I could read between the lines, Lee Michael. <laughs> sure. Okay, sure. Well, you have you have anything else you got to talk about here, Robbie? I don't think so. Strictly speaking, I guess it's because, like, you know, the dad dresses up as Santa. So it's really just about getting railed by your husband dressed as Santa. <laughs> You're talking about what are you talking about? Santa baby. Santa baby is about Madonna wanting expensive shit for Christmas. What? Remember she? Yes. What song are what you, are you talking about? The, the Christmas classic Santa baby, which predates Madonna. Okay, but whatever. It's what do you you think it's about sure getting railed by Santa? Yes, because the whole thing that's hurry down the chimney tonight. I want you to come and fuck me, or maybe it, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. Who knows? Who cares? I think you're. I think okay. It's by Eartha Kitt. Sorry, not Madonna. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> also, I think you're. No, it's she talks about wanting a convertible. She talks about a yacht. Oh, I don't know which one I'm thinking of then. You're thinking of mom. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Maybe so. But you're conf- you're confusing the two. I am. And you're combining them in your mind. That's true. You're right. Because you're, you're constantly right. thinking about getting railed by Santa Claus. So. <sighs> Look, I don't need you to kink shame me, Lee Michael. I'm not shaming We are him. sex positive on this show. I'm just saying. Unless the thing you're into is gross. <laughs> 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 then you should be ashamed of yourself. Look, if you want to fuck an Elastigirl fleshlight, please don't. <laughs> Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please don't. Don't take pictures. Don't DM them to me. Do not do that. That would be really uh, not okay. I'd be very upset. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Robbie, for joining me. If you like this podcast and you want to hear more, tune in same time next week. What What did I just say? Tune in same time next <laughs> week. Wherever you just heard us. Thank you. Oh, boy.